Four. And next we have Faith Mangope. Having a positive role model helps young people engage in constructive and productive behavior like the person or people they look up to. Many people struggle to identify positive role models because they live in communities marred by different socio-economic issues like high unemployment and violent crimes. To discuss this importance having positive role models and how to identify them, we are joined by broadcaster, entrepreneur and philanthropist Faith Mangope. Hi Faith, how are you? I am very well, thanks to you. Wow, what a beautiful radio voice you've got there. (laughs) (laughs) You want me with your introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Faith. Faith, do you still qualify as the youth, though? No, I probably don't. So so (laughs) technically, I probably don't even qualify (laughs) as the youth. But what I'm saying is that I love always saying that I'm youth-aligned. I'm youth-adjacent, so as it were. But uh, I am... I just completed my youth, kind of, and um, but uh, yeah, but it's, I'm youth aligned and youth adjacent, and hopefully I'm forever young. All right, Faith. Um, Faith, please just tell us about your journey. I'm um, having moved on from being ha- looking out for a role model to being a role model yourself. Sure. Um, I think I'm still on the journey of becoming an astute role model. Um, but it's, I never started anything, whether it was in broadcasting, whether it was in business, with the purpose of being a role model. Um, I started out with the, pro- uh, with the purpose of actually solving solutions, you know, finding solutions for some of the problems that we've got in the country. Um, and I think we don't do that enough. We don't ask ourselves enough about, okay, what are we going to do to solve some of the problems that are existing and how do we collaborate to solve those problems? And so when I got into my entrepreneurial journey, when I also became a broadcaster, it was more to serve... Um, to serve more than to find, you know, uh, solutions for some of the problems that we've got and also provide platforms for honest discussions and conversations about how do we build a nation. And I think within that authenticity of space, that's when I started realizing that a lot of people actually um, trust my voice and trust my thoughts and, and are quite happy to debate and articulate. I'm not saying that I'm always right. I'm not always right at all. But I am saying that I am a voice that allows people to actually have those conversations that are difficult sometimes, but about the building of the future of the country. And I think from there on out, uh, that's when it started to kind of being conscious to me that I am called for something bigger than myself. And I think that's when the switch happened. Um, I think I'm still working towards being a role model that all South Africans, young and old, can be proud of. Mm -hmm. But I think the switch happened for me when I started realizing that I'm not put on this earth just for me, just so that I can say I lived, I breathed, and then I died. Um, I realize now with the opportunities that I've been given, and I've been given some really amazing opportunities as well and exposed to some really amazing spaces of power, of influence, of politics. And within those spaces, um, and even coming back home and in South Africa and doing the work that I do, I realize that my career, my pathway, my, my technology and leadership institute, my consciousness in politics, even my patriotism is not just for me. It's for, it's, I don't live for me. It's I live for to make this life better because I was here. And I know it sounds like such a cliche song, um, but remember Beyonce's song, I Was Here. I really, truly try to revel in it simply because I want people to actually experience a better life. 
even in the most smallest of ways, because I was here and I impacted them in one way or another. So I think it's just about living authentically and getting out of our spaces of me, 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 and seeing what we can do when it translates from me, 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 me to we, 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 we. Alright, and tell me, um, Faith, you've you've accomplished so much, and would you say that an attitude plays quite an important role in and for for the youth and for yourself to 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 get yourself to where you actually are today, and obviously carrying on moving forward. Absolutely, you know, um, the saying that attitude determines your altitude is not a lie. Attitude is impeccable. You have to be able to be an individual that seeks to, li- to live life authentically, that seeks to live life positively, but also that seeks to understand that you are created for more than just yourself. And I think when we can get into that space, our attitude can even change. Um, the biggest attitude that I encompass is humility, right? Uh, you have to be able to still within your spaces be humble enough to make coffee. You still have to be able to um, understand and be human enough to to admit when you're wrong. So your attitude determines how far you go. And I think also our attitude and our perspective towards ourselves and towards this country is such that we understand that no one, and especially young people, I wish they got this. Young people must stop seeking a savior. No one is coming to save you. But we are all equipped within our own ways, within our within our skill sets to realize that we actually are able to save ourselves in one way or another. And I think that that becomes a mind, that is also a mindset shift. We get out of the attitude of, I am waiting for someone to save me out of this. And we get into the attitude of, you know what? I don't think anybody's coming to save me here. So how do I save myself? That's when we start coming up with tangible solutions for some of the problems that we're experiencing. And I have a question from Ungizwem Kono in KZN. Mm-hmm. And the question goes, Ama 2K are more into influencers than role models. Can you explain the difference between influencers and role models? And such as the guy, such as Andrew Tate, uh, who's on social media like TikTok. You know, here's the thing. Are they influencers or are they social media personalities? Right. Because ultimately, if I influence you, I'm supposed to be able to affect your mind, your, 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 your actions, and your intent, right? So through my influence, typical example, through my influence, let's say that I want you to eat ice cream. Through my influence, I'm supposed to get you to a point where you go to a store to buy ice cream and eat it. Do young people do that? Do the very same people, or a lot of the people that we see as influencers and inverted commas on social media, do they actually provoke you to a point where you go and you get that thing because Andrew Tate did it? Do you go to a point where you, um, you know, I mean, right now it's on charges of, of, of child to human trafficking and the like. Do you go to a point where you actually get your... your I think Faith just uh, got caught, cut off there. Thank you very much, Faith, for your time. That was Faith Mangope. Uh, broadcaster, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. The time is four o'clock right now, and we are going to the news.